You're listening to the AISTS Master of Sports Administration podcast, created by Dr. Boris Gojanovic as part of the program Sports Medicine Module. In this series, we attempt to discover, understand, and debate the important issues in the world of sports medicine. Hi guys, you are listening to our special podcast. Uh, Our today's topic is, what is the safe algorithm for decision-making in RTP? During this podcast, USA Taekwondo team's head coach, Patrice Remark, is joining us. Welcome, Patrice, and hello. Hello, Aditi. Thank you for inviting me to your podcast. Great to have you with us, Patrice. Uh, as you would know, RTP or return to play is the decision-making process of returning an injured or uh, ill athlete to practice or competition. First of all, Coach Remark, is it true that most of the decisions on RTP are taken on the basis of risk assessment? I would here like to mention start model, which is built on Quayton's three-step model. Aditi, uh, indeed, there exist uh, several clinical algorithms to execute a safe return to play. There's a non-protocol proposed by Creighton, which involves health status, participation risk, and decision modification. Creighton method for decision making has evolved and has been refined by a new three-step algorithm. As you also mentioned, the new method is defined by the acronym START. START means strategic assessment of risk and risk tolerance. It is clear that the new paradigm is about risk management. In step one, we assess the health risk of the athlete. Step two, we assess the activity risk. And in step three, we assess the risk tolerance of the athlete. Step three helps to make educated decisions by modifying assessment in stage one and two. Hmm. I would want you to explain this model with a specific case. And uh, here I would also like to bring in the case of five-time world champion and three-time Olympic medalist Steven Lopez. Would you be able to share more details as you were involved in the decision-making? And how was the decision taken? Thank you for bringing uh, this well-known case, which illustrates perfectly decision-making for RTP. Our world champion, Steven Lopez, uh, dislocated his left shoulder four times at the 2015 World Championship and eight times during the Pan American Games in Canada. Steven supposed to get some surgery, but he refused to subject himself to any intervention that would stop him from fighting. To understand his decision, I have to clarify that he was in the process of collecting some ranking points in order to qualify to the 2016 Rio Olympic Games. But in my expert opinion, he should have stopped and got his surgery immediately following the World Championship. While he was educated about the potential risk from the team doctor, and despite all my recommendations, Stephen chose the risky path of continuing to fight. I would also like to bring in here Jonathan Hates, uh, who in uh, Happiness Hypothesis argues, our emotional brain is like an elephant, which the rider, our rational system, tries to stay with great effort. Besides, uh, there is pressure from media, fans, sponsors, coaching staff, and management. Uh, It's a known fact that these different stakeholders have different motivations. Coach, would you please talk us through this? Well, um, pressure comes from everywhere, but in the case of Steven Lopez, we have three main stakeholders. The athlete, the coach, and the team doctor. Steven wants to qualify to the Olympics, and he also trying to stop any possible U.S. replacement 
by continuing to fight. Of course, as a coach, my ultimate goal was to qualify and get medal at the Olympics. And my goal is to sustain my effort. The team doctor roles was to ensure the safety of the athlete, provide assistance during injuries, and also optimize the performance of the athlete. Obviously, each one of the actors look at the situation from a very different perspective. We want ultimately the same thing, which is to make the athlete perform and win. But it is clear that we all have different priorities. So you are talking about different priorities, and uh, I would like to go back to our main question, which is who's making the decision and how does one arrive at it? That's the ultimate question. In decision making for RTP, it is a collaborative decision where we address the risk involved by using the start method. The health of the athlete is the top most priority. Of course, other factors such as the importance of the season, the experience of the athlete, the strategy for winning, the chance of serious uh, stress damage, all that is weighed carefully. So can we say that RTP is not a decision taken in isolation at the end of recovery or rehab? Instead, it is a continuum paralleled with recovery and rehab. Yes, well perceived. RTP is not a monolithic decision made by only one person. However, in the case of a permanent damage or severe health risk, just like a concussion, the medical decision prevails over anyone else. When the injury is manageable, we all agree to analyze the strategy of risk to obtain the goal. It's the choice between a goal of winning and the health issue of the athlete. It is the delicate balance of an equilibrium. Of course, the athletes have to be educated on all the consequences and risk of a decision. Thank you very much, uh, Coach for making uh, time and uh, sharing uh, these insights with us. Uh, so to conclude our podcast, uh, we can say that learning from management processes, RTP is actually a project to manage with the steps geared towards helping the athlete to achieve their individual goal. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks for listening. If you've got questions or comments, share them directly on this track on the AISTS MSA SoundCloud page or visit us at www.aists.org.